welcome to the High Vibe and Healthy Podcast. My name is Fran Dargaville and I'm a functional nutritionist specializing in gut health. I'm here to share my down-to-earth, no BS approach to nutrition and health to help you get to the root cause of your symptoms. Enjoy this week's episode and submit your questions at frandargaville.com or via my Instagram, frandargaville. Let's get into it. Hello, today we are chatting all about a new topic that we haven't really covered on the podcast before, and that is oral health. Now, you obviously know that oral health is super important, but what you might not know is that it's actually linked to our gut health and our overall health. And on top of that, a lot of what we've been taught about toothpaste and mouthwash and how we're supposed to take care of our oral health and our teeth might actually be doing more harm than good. Our guest today is Trina Felber, who is a registered nurse, oral health expert, and the founder of Primal Life Organics. In this episode, we cover the link between our oral health and our overall health, some of the key issues with conventional oral care and advice, what our daily routine should look like to keep our mouths healthy, and how to whiten your teeth without harmful chemicals. Trina does mention some of her products, and I will say I've been using the detox kit and teeth whitening personally, and I absolutely love them. You can check out the show notes to find the links and get the discount codes if you're interested in any of the products. Okay, let's get into the episode. Hey, Trina, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Fran. I'm super excited to mouth off with you today. I am really excited to be having this conversation with you because it's something that we haven't really covered at all on the podcast. And it's kind of a conversation that I'm finding myself having more and more with clients lately. You know, I deal a lot with people with IBS and gut issues and all of that. And I think our oral health actually plays a really big part in that, even though we think It's completely unrelated. So let's get straight into it. Could you share with us how our oral health is related to and impacts our overall health? I mean, that's such a good question. And the best way to actually start that conversation is to realize that your gut starts inside your mouth. So that whole tube that starts from tongue to, you know, to tail is all your digestive system and your mouth is the start of your digestive system. And the microbiome, and we're so familiar with needing to support the microbiome of the gut, and we know what happens when the microbiome in the gut becomes imbalanced. You end up with diarrhea, sometimes constipation, and you'll end up with leaky gut syndrome, maybe an overgrowth of candida, those types of things. And we know it's not good. And we've seen that happen from antibiotic use and, you know, certain types of foods and things like that. But to understand that same type of situation starts inside the mouth and can actually lead to digestive issues is really impactful. So the microbiome inside the mouth is completely different. It's a different ecosystem than inside the gut. But if you don't have a healthy microbiome inside the mouth, you're continuously feeding and seeding because everything inside your mouth you swallow. So if you're constantly swallowing this bacteria that is creating inflammation, then you're going to not really ever be able to completely heal the gut until you heal the mouth, if that makes sense. And yeah, and the microbiome inside the mouth is supposed to be alkaline, not acidic. The acidic bacteria is the bacteria that causes cavities, causes gum disease, and then will also further be detrimental to anyone that does have digestive health issues. So that's the start of it. Furthermore, you know, I don't know if you've talked about nitric oxide production at all on your podcast. 
No. So, okay. Nitric oxide production is really a key factor in health as well. And you make 50% of the nitric oxide in your body has to be made through your mouth and your oral health and your digestive system. 50% is made enzymatically inside the body, but the other 50% is relying on your oral health. Nitric oxide, for those of you who aren't familiar with it, nitric oxide is a vasodilator. It's a very potent vasodilator. In fact, it's very connected to heart health. And nitric oxide is what we'll use to vasodilate someone who's having chest pain. So if you end up with chest pain, you'll pop a nitro, you know, nit- one of those nitric pills under your tongue, quickly will vasodilate. And, and what that does is increases the blood flow to the heart, which will increase oxygen delivery and ultimately, hopefully reduce that chest pain. But it's also connected to all sorts of other health, you know, and organs, including sexual health. Erectile dysfunction is directly related to the amount of nitric oxide that is not being produced or is being produced. For both men and women, both need a surplus of blood during certain times. Fertility, infertility, directly related to nitric oxide production, heart health, brain health and immune, your immune system and sleep. All of those things are directly related. And how it, it, you know, the connection for your mouth, if you don't have a healthy microbiome inside your mouth, you won't be able to produce the nitric oxide because it's the healthy bacteria, the, the alkaline bacteria that converts the nitrates in your diet to nitrites inside your mouth. And once you swallow it, then those nitrites are converted to nitric oxide. So you need to have a healthy oral microbiome and a healthy gut microbiome in order for you to produce the right amount of nitric oxide to keep you healthy. So without that, of course, you are at risk for cardiovascular disease, high blood pressure, diabetes, and then, you know, infertility and all those other issues. Thirdly, that's not important enough. Your mouth is directly linked to every organ in your body through your gum tissue because your gums are highly vascular. And when you get leaky gum syndrome, which is exactly the same thing as leaky gut syndrome, it's when your gum tissue becomes very fragile and bleeding and inflamed and things, toxins and pathogens can enter through your gum tissue into the bloodstream, your blood, your gums are very vascular. And once in the bloodstream, that blood travels back to your lungs to be reoxygenated, then to your heart, and then it travels throughout the body. So that's the direct connection. A lot of times the bacteria that causes the, ca- the cavities, the plaque buildup inside the mouth is directly linked to the same plaque that causes the heart disease, the plaque buildup in the arteries. But that's the connection because once your gums allow those things to get into your body, it travels throughout your body. And if you have leaky brain syndrome happening, which is the membrane, the blood-brain barrier becomes weakened, then those toxins, heavy metals, and things can also leach into the brain tissue as well. So that's that's how I unload the connection between the mouth and every system in the body. Yeah, I love that. I think that's super interesting and really impactful for, for people to just understand that connection. And I guess in your experience, I think often these things can just develop at the same time, you know, more of the systemic issues overall, inflammation, gut issues, you know, all of that. Uh, and our oral health can kind of decline at the same time. But with the, I guess, you know, I'm assuming it's a bit of a chicken and egg scenario, but how often do you find it, you know, starts with the oral microbiome versus being started by another body system and, you know, then impacting the oral microbiome? 
It, yeah. I mean, it can be a two-way street for sure. And sometimes it's hard to know which came first, you know, that chicken or the egg, the dental disease, or, you know, the internal inflammation, the heart disease, but they play off each other as well. So, you know, if you have inflammation inside the body, obviously you're going to have a weakened immune system and your body is going to be depleted of certain things. If your gut's not healthy, you're probably not absorbing the nutrients and the minerals from your supplements and your food, which becomes a huge problem because then inside your body, you become minerally depleted. One of the ways to keep your mouth healthy is through your saliva. Your saliva has a lot of things in it. Some of it's the minerals to remineralize your teeth, some of it's proteins and antibacterial type things. This is where anytime you get exposed to a virus or bacteria or anything, your saliva really should be able to kill it so that it doesn't bother you. you don't get sick from it. But, you know, when you're immunocompromised or you're you know, have a lot of inflammatory type of diseases happening, you become depleted, your saliva, it's not, you know, it's not a vital thing, you know, your body's always going to shunt minerals and nutrients to vital organs first. So your saliva will be minerally depleted. And ultimately, then your oral health will start to decline even more. So it's hard to say what comes first. But most of the time, when you look at someone's I was just talking to someone else today, and they were talking about animals. And they used to live on a goat farm and they would go buy these pedigree goats and they would always, the vet would always go with them. And they would, the first thing the vet would do is open the goat's mouth and look inside the mouth. Because if there's any sign of anything going on inside the mouth, whether it's their teeth don't look healthy, they look, have plaque buildup or gum disease, they immediately reject those animals because they know that they're not being cared for correctly, that their internal health is it's not good. And the same thing for humans. We're no different. Like someone, a dentist should be able to open your mouth and look inside your mouth and say, you need to go see a cardiologist. You are at risk for heart disease. But that rarely happens. There's some dentists that do work closely with cardiologists, but that rarely happens. And that's the sad state of it. In fact, we unconsciously do this. We generalize and we do judge people by their oral health. Like, when you see someone, you you meet them, they smile, and all of a sudden you see that their teeth are yellow, dingy, broken. You immediately have an, a preconceived notion that they might not be so healthy. And it's probably true. I mean, it's very true. Your mouth really does signify your health. So improving your oral health is going to have a two-way, it's a two-way street too. If you improve your oral health, it's definitely going to improve digestive health. And it's also going to help reduce the inflammation inside the body, which will then allow the body to heal a little bit faster and focus on those healing modalities instead of fighting that inflammation. Yeah, that's really helpful. That's a really good explanation. So let's get into chatting about the conventional recommendations for oral care and your thoughts on that, basically, what's your take on what we've all been told our whole lives on how we should take care of our oral health? You know, the, the advice isn't bad. It, you know, brush, you know, for two minutes, twice a day, floss, and, you know, and scraping your tongue really should be a part of it. And I don't know why most dentists don't even talk about scraping your tongue. But the advice isn't bad. It's just the problem is that products that they're suggesting we use aren't doing us any justice. They're not doing us any good. In fact, most of the products on the market contain ingredients that actually cause cavities and gum disease because what they're doing is increasing the acid levels inside the mouth, either directly or indirectly. A mouthwash, for instance, that contains alcohol 
peroxides, bleaches, those type of ingredients, sodium lauryl sulfate, triclosan. It's an overkill. It kills not just the bad bacteria, which is what you want to get rid of, but it kills the good, healthy bacteria. When you kill the healthy bacteria inside the mouth, most likely, just like when you take an antibiotic, I always say when you brush with something that has those antimicrobial type of um, ingredients in it, or you use mouthwash, you're, it's like taking an antibiotic twice a day for life and expecting your, you know, your mouth to be healthy. If you took an antibiotic for life, you're, you know, your gut wouldn't be healthy. It'd be, you know, you would never be able to absorb anything. You'd never have a healthy microbiome. Same thing inside your mouth. You can't overkill the good bacteria. If you kill the good bacteria, that bacteria prevents cavities. It creates more alkalinity inside the mouth. When your mouth is alkaline, the minerals can go back into the teeth from your saliva and from the foods that you're eating or the dental products. That's where my business or my company came into play with all of this is that, you know, a lot of times people are depleted and, you know, the food sources that we're eating, even if it's organic, they're minerally depleted, you know, the soil is so minerally depleted that we need a better option for, you know, remineralizing our teeth. So putting it in our dental products, but the dental products have to be alkaline. They have to be alkaline. When your mouth is acidic and the bacteria that causes cavities creates its own acid and it feeds off sugars in your diet that also creates more acid and that acid wears away at your enamel. By that, it means that minerals leach out of your teeth when it's acidic. When it's alkaline, so you reverse that, the, the process reverses, and but minerals have to be present in your mouth in order for those minerals to go back in. You cannot take a supplement directly to remineralize your teeth that indirectly helps by increasing your saliva levels of your calcium and phos and minerals, but directly you can't take a, a supplement and it all directly happens inside the mouth with direct contact to the minerals. So the products on the market and, and fluoride is another one that really doesn't have a place in my opinion in oral care because technically we are not supposed to have fluoride in our body. The only reason babies are born with fluoride is because mom had fluoride in her system and she passed it to the baby. And fluoride is a neurotoxin. We know that it causes health issues. It can replace the minerals, you know, the healthy minerals, the calcium and phosphorus can be bumped out of place by the fluoride. And it's just not a, it's not the ideal situation, but replacing those minerals with the minerals that are actually supposed to be in your teeth is actually going to create that hardened enamel, thickened enamel. So that's, you know, the short answer on the oral care products that are out there on the market. And unfortunately, you know, there's a lot of natural products that have popped up. But when I look at the way that they're formulated, while they're not necessarily hurting you with the with like the chemicals, because a lot of the chemicals in, in dental products not just kill bacteria, the good bacteria, but they also, some of them are hormone disruptors and they are known to cause cancer or they're neurotoxins or inflammatory ingredients. But the natural products, while they might not contain those, aren't satisfying the need to remineralize the teeth or be alkaline to support the healthy bacteria, a lot of times they even contain an ingredient called glycerin. And glycerin is a, an ingredient that is thought to put a coating on the teeth. It's like a saran wrap or a really slippery coating on the teeth. And that coating can prevent minerals from actually getting into the enamel. So it can actually put like a block up and prevent remineralization from happening, even if there's minerals in that product or in the foods that you're eating, 
you might not absorb them. So it's all about the formulation. And I was lucky enough to have my daughter, I don't know if this will sound lucky, but it actually is what sparked my whole oral wellness program. When my daughter was two years old, she had a tooth come in. Uh, it was a molar that had a, a defect in it. And we took the we took her to the dentist and he took one look at the tooth and he said, yeah, that's a natural cavity that happened. It developed while the tooth was being developed in utero. He said, it's a pretty deep cavitation. I expect we're going to have to pull the tooth within a year. But since she's two, let's put a temporary filling in it. The temporary filling will last about two to three months. And every time it falls out, we'll just decide, do we pull the tooth now or do we put another temporary filling in it? And when I was leaving, I, you know, he knew I was upset. And I know, you know, the teeth meridians, every tooth has a meridian connection to an organ. And I, he knew I was upset and he said, don't worry, mom, we put a temporary filling in it. Now we just hope for the best. And I thought there is no way I'm going to hope for the best. So I went home and I started doing my research and I found Dr. Weston A. Price, who was a dentist in the early 1900s, discovered the link between sugar and cavities and tried, did all this research in third world countries about why is their oral health so, you know, so good. And then, you know, here in the US, it's not. And I had three big takeaways from what I discovered. And what I really realized is, you know, that dentist, my dentist was right. If I kept brushing her teeth with this, what I was using, we were going to pull that tooth within a year because there was nothing in it that was alkalizing our mouth. There was nothing in it that was detoxing the tissue. And there was nothing in it that was going to remineralize the tooth. So those are the three takeaways I had from Dr. Weston A. Price. And those are the three things that I built my oral wellness program with. Alkalizing the mouth, that's going to help put the minerals back in the teeth. And it's also going to help stabilize the microbiome. Minerals has to have minerals in the tooth powder or toothpaste, and then it has to detox the tissue. And so I created my dirty mouth tooth powder made out of a blend of three clays. The clays have all of the minerals your teeth need, not just the calcium and phosphorus, but also manganese and magnesium and silica and, you know, the other minerals. And I put baking soda in there to make it alkaline, a little essential oil. And now we even add nanohydroxyapatite, which, which is calcium phos. And my daughter's tooth that was supposed to be pulled within a year fell out naturally at the age of 12. She was, it lasted 10 full years. And that original temporary filling that was only supposed to last, I mean, it was a temporary, only supposed to last two to three months was the filling that was still in that tooth when that tooth fell out. And the tooth had actually remineralized over that filling to protect it from bacteria. So the tooth actually, I, I saved that tooth that didn't need to be pulled, fell out naturally 10 years later. So that's how I actually got into dental health. I love that. And I think that is probably really empowering for people to hear because I know from the conversations that I have and the experience, you know, my own personal experience that this can be an area, you know, going to the dentist and all of that, that can be a little bit scary for a lot of us because it feels very unknown. And especially, you know, if we haven't been for a while, we're always stressing that, you know, we're going to have to get a bunch of fillings or get a root canal or something like that. And we're often not given uh, a lot of hope or a lot of sort of actions that we can take outside of just brushing our teeth regularly, flossing, maybe, you know, minimizing the sugar and things like that. So I think it's really empowering to have this information that there are things that we can actually do to remineralize our teeth and, you know, all hope is not lost. So I really just love that, you know, empowering approach that you're giving for sure. I think it's game changing. 
Yeah. And it happens quickly. I've had so many customers email, like blown away, you know, people that have suffered with sensitive teeth for years and years suffered, you know, the hot and cold made their teeth hurt. And they, you know, three days into my program, they're like, I can't believe it. My teeth aren't sensitive anymore. And it, so it happens pretty quickly once you change that environment inside the mouth. And, you know, that for me is really empowering and being able to just substitute out what you're using and, and create that wellness inside the mouth to prevent those sensitive teeth, the cavities, the gum disease. And really the first sign, you know, people think that bad breath is something that we just deal with. And really, that's a signal to your body that's an imbalance in the bacteria inside the mouth. You should not have stale breath or bad breath. The only time you really should is when you're slightly dehydrated or dehydrated, you know, from either talking or exercise. But technically, you really shouldn't have bad breath. You, you That's an indication to you that there's an imbalance in the bacteria. If you don't fix it, you're going to end up with the sensitive teeth, which is ultimately going to lead to a cavity and then gum disease as well because of the irritation in the gum tissue. Yeah, that's exactly right. And it's also, it's just this Band-Aid approach that we see time and time again. You know, obviously you've got bad breath, so you use the mouthwash and it's that vicious cycle, same as with all of the other Band-Aid solutions that we're given to a lot of our issues. So I really like that we're, you know, talking about taking this root cause approach when it comes to our oral health as well. So Trina, could you share with us what an ideal oral health routine would look like. And that might be, you know, the daily sort of habits and things like that, that we should do. And then also, you know, if there's anything from a, you know, nutrition perspective as well, that can move the needle, I suppose, with our oral health. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of good advice that I can give everyone. And part of it is, you know, as far as nutrition goes, this isn't probably going to shock anybody when I say this is probably stuff you're like, yeah, I I know that, you know, eating mostly the real food, obviously, you know, (laughs) grocery shopping around the perimeter, not down the middle, eating less of the processed foods and trying to eat as much organic and as much as fruit as possible. Most of the foods we eat are acidic. So, you know, almost everything really besides the vegetables. So meats are more acidic, coffee, tea, you know, red wine, you know, red sauces, most of that stuff is more acidic. So I usually tell people, and this is where my kids will get me, they'll be like, mom, you always say eat your dessert first. And because you really do want to eat your more acidic or sugary foods at the beginning of the meal and end with your more alkaline foods, at least a couple bites. I always say, you know, save your broccoli, a couple bites of your vegetables for the very last, because that's going to help to neutralize the acids in your mouth. And then just take a swish of water. You just need water even at the end and just swish it around pretty vigorously inside your mouth and swallow it. That's also going to help wash away any food remnants and then allow your saliva to function the way it's supposed to. Your saliva really is supposed supposed to be able to neutralize acids in the mouth. But the problem is that your saliva is really not alkaline. It's more neutral. It might be slightly alkaline, but because our diet is so acidic, there is no way that our saliva can neutralize the acid in our mouth, which then also compounds the problem that even if there's minerals present in your saliva, your mouth is too acidic to be able to reabsorb those into your teeth. So by doing those just couple things that I mentioned, you're going to allow your saliva to, and I always say it's the secretion no one's really talking about, but it's the secretion that protects you 24-7 when you're not brushing your teeth. And, you know, sometimes what you're brushing your teeth with 
is actually worse than just brushing with water because it's compounding the problem. You know, when you're not brushing your teeth, you know, your saliva is really what is protecting you 24-7 from bacteria and virus and, you know, the pathogens and then also the, you know, the acids and things like that. As far as dental goes, you know, I put together an oral wellness program because people would ask me that question, like, what do we do? What do we use? How do we do this? And so I actually put together what I called a dental detox kit, and it's going to help cleanse the tissues of the mouth. Your mouth is exposed to heavy metals and, you know, the air and, you know, water and things that we're just exposed to on a daily basis. And everything in your mouth, you either swallow or it can get absorbed through your tissues. So by cleansing your mouth tissue, it's going to allow, you know, your tissue to be healthier and then internally you'll be healthier as well. And the clay-based dental products is what I prefer. That's what I created. I love the clay for a couple of reasons. Clay binds really strongly. It's an ionic bond to toxins. And once it has that bond, it doesn't really break. So even if you were to swallow some of the toothpaste or tooth powder, that bond would hold all the way through and that toxin would most likely exit your body as opposed to being reabsorbed by the body. That's why some people would do charcoal cleanses or clay detox cleanses internally to help pull toxins from the digestive system all the way through the body. So clay-based toothpaste, of course, it has to be alkaline, so the baking soda. But with my oral wellness program, I put together the kit that has a morning and nighttime tooth powder. I typically start people with tooth powder as opposed to paste, primarily because powder is basically the paste without the water. So you're not going to get that diluted down effect. It's really all of the good things that you need. And you just wet your toothbrush. So it's slightly wet. You, I always shake off the excess water. And then I dip my toothbrush, the, the wet brush into the powder. Nothing grows in clay. That's the most amazing thing. Clay cannot grow, you know, bacteria, virus, mold, nothing. So it's one of those things that by dipping your toothbrush in, people get nervous, but after they do it, you know, for a couple of years, they're like, oh my God, I never, don't even worry about it. Nothing happens in there. And so I just dip it in whatever is on the toothbrush. And then sometimes I tap so extra powder will fall off. It's a light dusting on your toothbrush, but that's all you need. And then you just brush like you normally would two minutes and brush with it. And then I tell people spit, but don't rinse because the magic still happens. You know, as the clay binds, the longer it's in contact with your tissue, the more it's going to bind to toxins and pull the toxins out the more you'll be able to remineralize the teeth. So typically, um, I just spit and I don't even worry about, you know, rinsing my mouth. But I have a morning and nighttime formula. The morning formula is a white formula. The nighttime formula has charcoal added. So it's got more of that black color to it when you're brushing and when you spit. And the charcoal is in there more to help detox, especially at night. Your mouth is another source of detoxification, just like your breath. So your mouth is going to detox overnight. So just brushing with that is also going to help pull those toxins to the surface so you can eliminate them instead of absorb them internally. And then after you brush, I may have a tongue scraper in there too. My tongue scraper is copper. And so with a copper tongue scraper, it's nice because it is antimicrobial. And as long as you take care of it, simply wipe it after you're done using it, um, it will last you a really long time. And scraping your tongue is one of the most beneficial things you can do. I typically tell people do that first before you brush. Just give your tongue two or three little scrapes. Takes like three seconds and it's going to scrape off that white coating. And that white coating is the harmful bacteria. That is that bad bacteria that will cause 
that acid environment and the cavities and the gum disease. So you, scraping it is going to do a world of good. It's also going to open up your taste buds. So your food is going to taste much better. So that's the other reason to do it. After you, so you'll tongue scrape, you'll brush, and then flossing is extremely important. Some people do water picks, but water picks are great, but they don't replace flossing. So if you're going to do a water pick, you still need to floss. The flossing is important because it's going to help get rid of any of the bacteria and the plaque buildup between the teeth. My floss picks are bio, they're not biodegradable, they are cornstarch, which is more eco-friendly. And then the, the actual floss itself is a bamboo string. So it's very durable. It's very eco-friendly. In the routine, in the morning, you brush first and then floss. And I usually say breakfast, brush, then floss, the BF. And then at nighttime, you floss before you brush. And that's because you have food probably stuck between your teeth. So you want to get rid of that. And then you want to be able to brush with the mineral-rich tooth powder so that that minerals can get between your teeth as well. So the brushing and flossing is the one thing that gets swapped between the morning and the nighttime. And then my gum drops, it replaces mouthwash. So I always tell people don't use any other products when you're doing my oral cleanse and the detox kit because all the other products, a lot of other products will undo a lot of what I'm trying to do with your mouth. And so the the mouthwash is replaced with my gumdrops and the gumdrops are a little dropper bottle that has olive oil and essential oils in it. And the olive oil is extremely soothing and healing for the gum tissue. And then the essential oils will help support the healthy bacteria. It's also going to increase blood flow and reduce inflammation, which is extremely important in getting those gum tissue healthy and not leaky so that we can stop that influx of pathogens inside the body. You'll also get a toothbrush, which is a manual toothbrush. It's a bamboo toothbrush, very eco-friendly as opposed to the plastic ones that will take like 500 years to decompose in a landfill. The bamboo breaks down in months and it's not very long at all. And then the toothbrush bristles have charcoal infused into them. So that's also a detoxification method. When you're brushing your teeth and your gum tissue, it's going to help to get rid of some of the toxins as well. I love that. And what are your thoughts around, you know, I, I know a lot of people when it comes to, you know, clays and things like that, using that for toothpaste are concerned about it being abrasive on their teeth. Obviously, you've been using this stuff for a really long time. Like, what are your thoughts around that? So we've had, there's a test that you can do relative dentin abrasivity, which is how abrasive is the toothpaste or powder. And of course, we've had that testing done. Under 200, I believe it's 250 is considered safe for dental products. A lot of the dental products on the market are around 200. Ours test somewhere around 100 to 125. People think, and this is something that I try to teach my, my customers, dentists will say that charcoal is too abrasive and baking soda is abrasive and clay is abrasive. But when you break it all down, it's way like baking soda, I think has an RDA of seven. It's not abrasive at all. Clay is right around 100 and charcoal is pretty low too, I think around 80. None of those ingredients are abrasive at all. But there's that belief by the meta or the dental society that wants to 
put it out there that you can't use that. It's too abrasive. It's actually the opposite is true. It's very gentle. And as long as you're formulating it correctly, it's going to actually strengthen your teeth because it's going to, it's mineral rich. So it's actually going to be layering those minerals back in your teeth, making your teeth stronger. The stronger your teeth or the thicker your enamel, the whiter your teeth are actually going to look. A lot of times people's teeth start to look dingy. One of the reasons is because of the stains from foods and coffee and things like that. And stains are pretty easy to remove. I have like our dental products, toothpaste and the tooth powder will definitely remove the stains. Our LED teeth whitening system that we also have, I created, that is a peroxide-free system. It uses red and blue LED light. It's amazing. It's like the next level for oral health, but it will also remove stains. But the minerals, when you increase the depth of the enamel thicken it, your teeth will become whiter and stronger. One of the reasons people's teeth look so yellow and dingy is because they start to become translucent. The enamel wears down so thin that the the enamel becomes translucent and you start to see the dentin layer beneath. And the dentin layer is, it's like a bluish grayish or a yellowish tinge for most people. It's one of those three colors. So when you look at the teeth really close in the mirror and you see it's sort of translucent, it's because your dentin has, is what you're seeing. Peroxide works to whiten the teeth by removing the fluid in the dentin layer. So your dentin layer isn't completely fluid filled, but it has fluid in it. And when peroxide, I say it dehydrates it, when it pulls that fluid out, it makes the dentin more white or more opaque so that your teeth appear whiter. But ultimately what that's doing is weakening the infrastructure of the tooth because imagine pulling fluid out of the inside of the tooth and now you've just weakened that inside of the tooth and now you're more prone to chips and fractures of the tooth itself. Not to mention that peroxide is not good for the healthy bacteria inside the mouth either. So that's one of the things that is really interesting. The red and blue LED lights on the mouthpiece themselves are pretty amazing. The red light therapy, I'm really big into light therapy. I love it because it's not superficial. It actually penetrates into the tissue, which is where the magic can happen. And so red light therapy has been used for years on wound therapy, as well as for anti-aging purposes of the skin. And in the mouth, it does the same thing. So it's going to increase blood flow, reduce inflammation, and increase collagen production. Those are very important things when you're trying to heal gum tissue. Even if you don't have gums that are in trouble, keeping your gums healthy is really important to prevent that leaky gum syndrome from even starting. So so the, the red light therapy is going to definitely reduce that inflammation and speed up the healing of the gum tissue. Blue light therapy is really cool because Harvard did a study on blue light and blue light penetrates the tissue, but not quite as much, doesn't go as deep as um, red light. So it's kind of interesting when it does penetrate the tissue, you know, we're talking about a little bit can possibly get into the gum tissue between the teeth or into the pockets of the gum. But the blue light actually can kill the bacteria that causes the cavities and gum disease. So the bacteria that's harmful and causes those problems is has a different makeup than the bacteria that is healthy for you. In the bacteria that causes cavities and gum disease, it has this little piece to it. I, always, I call it like a heme, this little portion of it that when this is exposed to the right wavelength of blue light, that portion explodes. And when that explodes, the bacteria is killed. It's dead. So I always envision when I put this in my mouth, the blue light, just all of this popcorn 
and this bacteria popping inside my mouth, which is kind of gross, but it's dead. And that is the bacteria that can cause that yellowing. It causes the plaque and plaque is yellow. That bacteria is like a yellow color. So it will help whiten your teeth just by getting rid of that bacteria. But how amazing to just put this device inside your mouth and you can do red and blue at the same time. It has 16 of each. You can do a treatment of just red or just blue if you want, but getting rid of the bacteria that's causing the problems in the first place and using it with the gel when the gel is sitting on your teeth for 15 minutes of 15 minute treatment, that gel is, you know, they're allowing the minerals to soak into your teeth to strengthen your enamel. I love that. And I really like having this option because, you know, as you were sort of alluding to, I guess what what often happens when our oral health baby isn't so good and we're self-conscious about that, then we want to go get teeth whitening done or do it at home. And then obviously that can just be continuing this vicious cycle all over again. So I really like having an option that doesn't do that and is actually better for your oral microbiome, but can still help with the whitening side of things if you are a little bit self-conscious about, you know, your teeth and I guess the color of them and whether or not they're particularly white. Is there any sort of final pieces of advice that come to mind for you that you'd like to share with anyone, perhaps someone that is right now just attached to their good old branded standard brand of toothpaste and mouthwash and all of that and kind of stuck in that sort of space, where can they get started? Something that's just super simple or easy that they could, you know, even just go and put into action straight away. I mean, it's so simple to swap. In fact, here's an interesting thing. Cavities and gum disease are contagious. So what that means is, you know, I always tell people, get a kit for whoever's living in your household and get them on the same program as you because you don't want to be passing along germs, especially with a partner that you're intimate with. You can really pass along those germs. In fact, there was a story a dentist was telling me about a a patient that she had one time who never had any problems. She was, you know, in her thirties, never had any issues with her dental health, been a patient for her with her for years and years and ended up getting divorced and started dating. And her next checkup, she came in and she had a couple cavities and her gums were in bad shape. And so the dentist was asking her, she says, what are you doing? Different? She's like, I'm not doing anything different. I haven't changed anything, blah, blah. And so she said, what about, who, are you dating someone? Yes. Tell me about their oral health. And she's like, oh, well, his, his oral health isn't good. That was what was happening is that she was getting infected with the bacteria and she was starting to see those effects of it. So I typically tell people that, you know, if you're taking care of yourself, you're going to have to take care of everybody in your house because you just want to make sure that that bacteria isn't being spread from person to person. And I'll give links to you. So make sure everybody knows to click through the links that Fran has because I'm going to, you know, you guys will get a really nice discount with them on the kits. AD teeth whitening system, you'll also get at a really good discount. It's like 60% off. So if you're interested in that as well, but yeah, you know, I always tell people just be careful because cavities and gum disease spread and it is contagious. Yeah, absolutely. We'll definitely put all of your links in the show notes so that people can go and find you, check out all your kits and all your products and everything. And yeah, I, I think it's great to have this sort of solution for people. And like you said, I think with oral health, 
there are some things, as you said, that you might like to add, like, you know, tongue scraping might be new for a lot of people, for example, and thinking about the order that you eat your foods in and, and that sort of thing. So, obviously, there are some shifts there, but in a lot of cases, it is just making swaps with the products that you use. So, it is actually kind of an easy thing to actually shift here instead of having to go and add in all of these things into your routine that I know we often talk about with health can just be really overwhelming for people. So this really isn't adding too much onto your plate. Trina, this has been absolutely awesome. I'm really excited for everyone to be hearing this and to be able to go and make these shifts that are going to have an impact on their oral health. And as you explained, you know, our health overall as well, you know, definitely going to see some shifts in gut health, inflammation, and all sorts of things by just making some shifts in oral care. So thank you so much. This has been such an awesome conversation. I've really loved it. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. And, you know, if anybody has any questions, you can reach reach out to my team at support at primalifeorganics.com. You know, I've got a great support team. And then, you know, you can always follow me on social media. Trina Felber is my personal. I do a lot of educational information on my personal Instagram, but we also do it on Primal Life Org is the Instagram for the company. And um, Facebook would be Primal Life Organics. And then the website's primalifeorganics.com as well. Awesome. Yep. I'll pop all those links in the show notes so that everyone can go and follow along with you and get inspired by um, all of your oral health tips. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Trina. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want my help to get to the root cause of your symptoms, head to my website, frandargaville.com to learn more about my programs. If you want to connect with me day to day, Instagram is the place to be. Follow me at Fran Dargaville and you can find all of those links in the show notes. And finally, please note that the materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not considered to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment.